Perek Gimel Mishnah Dalad. Bechor Shinafal Abor, if a firstborn animal falls into a boar. So the halacha is that um, a bachor, a firstborn animal, has to be given to the kohen. This is, however, um, this is true only where the bachor does not have a mum kavua, a permanent uh, blemish. Um, if it has a permanent blemish, it can't be given to the kohen. It can't be shechted in the um, in the Beit Hamikdash, um, and as such, uh, can be shechted and eaten outside the Beit Hamikdash. So the question is, with regard to a bachor. Um, whether or not um, it has a mumkavua, a permanent um, blemish or not. Uh, this can only be determined by a mumcha, an expert in, in differentiating between uh, blemishes, whether or not they're passing blemishes or whether they're considered permanent blemishes. So before one can determine whether or not a bachor has a mumkavua, one needs to ask um, a specific expert. So if the bachor falls into a pit, Rabbi Huda Omer, Rabbi Huda says, Yerid mumcha viyere that a mumcha, a expert, can go down into the pit and viyira and see whether or not um, the mum that that existed from before Yom Tov was im yeshba mum, if it was considered a mum kavua or not. If it's a mum kavua, then it can be shechted and eaten outside of the Beit HaMikdash. So yala v'yishkot, then it can be brought up and shechted. And because, oh, daite luye, it's because a person's thoughts were on the animal even from before uh, Yom Tov in terms of whether or not it has a mum kavua or not, um, since it's determined um, retroactively that there was a mum kavua from before Yom Tov, uh, therefore it can be brought up and shechted and eaten on, on Yom Tov itself. Dimlav, however, if it doesn't have a, if it's determined that it doesn't have a mum kavua, lo yishkot, it cannot be slaughtered and eaten on Yom Tov. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon disagrees and he says, kol mumoni karmi if in, in any case where the mum uh, wasn't already predetermined whether or not it was a mum kavua or not from before the Yom Tov, it's not considered to be prepared for the sake of eating it on Yom Tov, and therefore it can't be shechted. Um, Rabbi Shimon isn't worried here about the issues of muksa, um, which it might appear at first blush. Um, however, he is worried about uh, the idea that um, a mumcha determining whether or not a blemish is a permanent or a passing blemish um, is considered a, a type of a judgment, and one can't make judgments on uh, Yom Tov. And there, since one isn't allowed to make judgments on Yom Tov, therefore uh, one can't rely on a mumcha to determine on Yom Tov whether or not this was a mum kavua or not. And therefore, um, if one doesn't know whether it's a mum kavua already from before Yom Tov, one can't, um, one can't eat it on, on Yom Tov. Um, if, let's say, one, even according to the Tanakama, if one uh, finds out that that the previous mum from before Yom Tov isn't a mum kavua, but it has a mum kavua now, it's still not enough because the mum has to have already been uh, retroactively um, uh, uh, basically parceling the animal from being offered on the Mizbeach, even from before Yom Tov. Parak Gimel Mishnahay. Behema Shemeta, if an animal dies... Um, and this is an animal that dies, let's say naturally or suddenly, cannot be moved from its place. It's considered muksa. So the Gemara actually explains that we're not talking about any kind of normal chulin behema, um, but we're talking here about a kodesh behema. The issue with a kodesh behema is a kodesh behema um, isn't allowed to be used uh, for 
isn't allowed to be used um, even uh, to get any kind of hana from it. Um, while uh, a chulen behema uh, can be offered at least or can be served up to dogs, dogs can eat it, but dogs can't be given over uh, a kodesh behema, a kodesh dead carcass um, to eat. So if the animal's already sick from before Yom Tov, and we're talking about a behema that's a chulen behema, then the dogs can actually go ahead and eat it. However, if we're talking about a kodesh behema, um, even if it was sick from before Yom Tov, because there's no specific usage of it on Yom Tov itself, it can't be used to be given over to, to dogs, then it's considered muksa and it can't be moved from its place. And there was a specific instance, and Rabbi Tarfin asked a question about it, and he also asked the question, Achala Shnitma. Achala, which is normally given over to the Kohen, um, it's considered Kodesh, Achala that becomes Tame, has to be burnt and gotten rid of. Um, in both these cases, Rabbi Tarfin went into the Beit Midrash, and he asked the question, and they said to him, He can't be moved from its place. In both these cases, uh, they're considered not having any specific usage uh, for for Yom Tov, and it can't be moved from from their place. Uh, the um, you know it, it sort of I guess begs the question: What did Rabbi Tarfan think um, without any specific usage for these things on Yom Tov? Why did he think that they could uh, be moved? Um, so it's possible that maybe. Uh, one can say, according to the Tosfot Yishanim, he says that uh, Rabbi Tarfan thought that since these things are Kodesh and it would be considered in some ways a uh, desecration of Kodesh to kind of just leave them be without getting rid of them, um, that one can do something with them on Yom Tov. Um, and so the answer is even when you're worried of that, about the desecration of Kodesh, it still doesn't supersede um, these items being muksa and they need to be left in their place um, even on Yom Tov itself.